Hello and welcome to Media Monday Show. As always, I'm not Gino. And I'm not John. And I said that with a little more force than I normally do. You did? What do you you got some beef with me, yo? You wanna uh, throw down? I'm just I'm just happy that I'm not John. Yeah, it's it's a pretty good <laughs> thing not to be right now. I uh never mind. I was gonna talk about things and then and then I realized it may not be things you want on the podcast, so <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. Let's let's hold that for you know our talking trance. Yes. Podcast. I uh, so let's see here. This is episode sixty-eight, and it comes out on uh, what is that? The twenty-fourth of uh, August of twenty twenty. Twenty twenty, the year that will never. It's a lot of twenties. It is. There are way too many twenties in this year. Too many 20s. Anyway, uh, so this is episode 68. I, I'm excited for next next episode. Because it's to, episode 69. I, I'm, I'm thinking about how I want to name that episode. Like, uh, like We're going to just have to review a bunch of porn. <laughs> nice. But like... Uh, that's that's one option for naming it is sixty nine episode sixty nine nice yes or or episode sixty nine dudes the Bill and Ted reference the what that- if your if your future us is then what number are we thinking about right now <laughs> yeah it's been a long time since I've seen those movies I guess I gotta. Catch back up. Yeah, before the new one comes out. Uh, anyway, I wanted to mention that I uh, so I I uh, listened to a section of our our podcast, the last one. Oh, good! We finally had one listener. Ha! Huh. I I only listened to the first like I don't know five minutes. I'm pretty um, sure that's what all our listeners do. Probably. But if you've made it this far, I'm going to recommend that you you pause and you go you click the little button that speeds it up from one time to 1.5x, and and it makes it really going to throw off our tight 90s. Do what? It's really going to throw off our tight 90s. Yeah, it becomes a tight 60. I did that math right. Yay. That is, yeah, that's that's good math, quick math. My brain don't function at that level no more. I, I'm not going to lie, I did this math like a week ago when I came up with the idea of doing one and a half times. <laughs> nice, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah, so we sound more energetic and you get through it a little faster. And uh, there's some times where we both sit here and go, um, and, and that'll speed that along a little bit. <laughs> yeah. It'll help at least. But we gotta we gotta talk at our normal rate. Like there there was one point where where like uh when we got an email and John was all excited and talking fast and and uh, high pitched all at the same time as me having it sped up. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was a little crazy. Um, but I don't know. We'll we'll keep it our normal speed. That was slow speed, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. 
anyway, so that that's my recommendation for listening to this podcast is listen at 1.5x or 1.25x if you're feeling a little overwhelmed by the speed. Yeah. Or if you're really tired of our shit and just want to get it over with, you know, two or four or nine. Nine X. No, it's triple X. Triple X. That's the 69 episode. Yes. Everyone Um, should listen to it at triple X because we're going to be talking like this the entire time. (laughs) All right. So, uh, shall we get into some news? Yeah, I've got news. Yeah, it looks like you uh, split things up here for the first time in ever. Yeah, I'm trying first to make things a little ever. more organized on our dock. That way, we're not jumping all around. There's going to be some overlaps, but, you know, for the most part, it's it's a little bit more fitting. Um, so, DC Universe is nearly dead. Okay. Like, uh, like Superman's dead and they're going to bring it back from the life? Back to life? No, no. It's like uh, all the DC Universe original series are going over to HBO Max. Okay. And they're not necessarily producing new stuff for that platform. Right. But don't you still get the comics and stuff with DCU? You do, but if you joined it as a uh, streaming service, then it's going to be pointless to have that. Yeah. But I feel like most people who joined it aren't joining for the shows as much as they're joining for the comics. I think they're looking for an all-encompassing thing. They're getting both right. their forms of their favorite forms of media. True. But anyway, I, I bet you they'll they'll close up their whole streaming portion, and it's just going to go to other things like CW for a lot of their series. Um, and HBO Max like, and everything. A lot of their series are pretty gritty. Like, even like more adult than CW does. Yeah, that's true. And that's why I think HBO Max is a pretty good fit. Yeah, it is. Um, but also talking about streaming stuff, uh, Lovecraft Country Episode 1 is available on YouTube in its entirety. Okay. I, I kind of meant to watch that before we had... We, before we recorded, but... I did not. Yeah, I, I might watch think it about it until point. you you mentioned it. Yeah. So, you know, we can watch this by next time and everything. I'll watch it on YouTube, you watch it on Max and we'll 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 meet back together and tell about our different experiences. Yeah. I uh I was going to say you could watch it on Max as well. I set you up a profile, but you don't have anything to watch. I don't really have anything to watch it on either unless we want to like watch on our phones. Yeah, and we've talked about Quibi, where I just don't do that. Right. I, I suppose I have a Chromecast, so I can I can cast from my phone to the TV, and I've done that before. That's kind of cool. But it's not. It's not as good. Yeah. You, you can't cast Quibi. Because <laughs> yeah. Quibi is dumb. Yeah, um, it's it's another reason why Quibi needs to reformat. Right. Uh, Quibi, um, I probably should have put this in the news, but they released a uh, ad-free, like an ad-supported ver- free version in uh, Australia, and I can't remember what other country. I mean, um, I, I might be 
okay for that. I mean, the, the thing is, a lot of their shows, I like the concepts of them. Mm-hmm. I just don't necessarily want to pay for it. And when I had it for free, I didn't actually watch any of them. And I think part of that was, it's like, I knew that I wasn't going to subscribe to it afterwards. So it's like, why should I get into these shows where all of their series finales are going to be after it becomes a pay thing? Right. So if they have an ad thing, I might actually do that. And I might actually catch up on a lot of these things. Right. Yeah. Give me a, a, I don't know, like a 30 second ad before a six minute video. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. It needs to be more like YouTube instead of thinking it's like, I don't know, Netflix. I mean, as long as it's not an ad in the middle breaking up the actual content. Yeah, especially in something that's only like six to ten minutes long. If it's got seriously like three ads, then what's the point? Right. I, yeah, uh, I, I could take a longer ad, or I could even take an ad and then a survey afterwards to confirm, you know? <laughs> well, you can you can watch the next episode if you can tell us what the ad was at the beginning. Yes. Or just your thoughts on the product and ask okay. specific questions, you know? I'd be okay with that. But going on, uh, Netflix has some news. It's sad news. Uh, The original creators of Avatar, The Last Airbender, have officially left the Netflix project. The Netflix project's still happening uh, with uh, Nickelodeon, but the original creator, they, they said that because of creative differences, they were leaving, which is not necessarily the best boating for the show. Yeah, um, like I, I read something that said something like the one of the creators said that um, that it it may still be a good show, but it's not had it's not going to be in the the same vision that they originally had, and so they had to walk away. Yeah, and I I get that, and I mean they obviously work well together with them with like Dragon Prince. Right. So it's obviously just some sort of a decision of a way they want to take a character or something that happens or something that just doesn't fit with their internal mythos or something. But I'm still interested in it. I'm just a little bit more disappointed. Right. I think that uh, it's not going to be as bad as M. Night Shyamalan's. Right. But it's definitely not going to be as good as the original animated series. And that's the other issue that we'll talk about later on where... If you're doing a remake, it has to be an improvement in some way, shape, or form on the original. Otherwise, just watch the original. Yeah. Uh, which is on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, as well so, as uh, Legend of Korra just came to Netflix as well. Oh, cool. I actually have to catch up. I never finished that. so It's pretty good. Is the entire series on Netflix? Yes. Okay, yeah, then I'll definitely go end up watching that over the next couple weeks. I might even watch that with the kids. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I was trying to think, I was like, uh, I was like, uh, I remember there being some sort of like, this is too adult for, for kids who like, were into uh, Avatar. And, um, 
I was trying to remember what it was, and I I think it was like outrage about like a a possible like same sex relationship. And oh, well, they literally watch a dozen shows involving that now. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I don't I I can't think of anything then that uh, that that really would be not something to watch with the. Uh, it's a little darker. I guess it, it is, but I mean, we'll we'll start with Avatar and work our way up. Oh, for some reason, I thought you'd already watched Avatar. I mean, I have, but they have with them. They have no. They haven't. Okay. We watched. Uh, we watched some Dragon Prince, which has you know same sex couples and some darker stuff and everything. It's got right. death. It's got all kinds of stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm all cool with that. I'm. I think I'll probably sit down and start watching that with them on Netflix, and we'll work our way up to Legend of Korra. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Yeah. Um, in other Netflix news that might be a positive, Del Toro, uh, Guillermo Del Toro, has signed a multi-year, multi-project deal. And it's okay. listed as project, so it means that it might very well be also television series, but it more than likely means at least a few of his films. Okay. And with Del Toro, a lot of times he has these big concepts for movies or stories, and he can't get a studio to back it. And honestly, Netflix, they'll probably be happy with whatever he wants to put out on there. I mean, so Troll Hunters and those series are him. They are, yes. So, I mean, it may just be more of that. It very well could be. Uh, but a lot of people think that it is going to be some of his more difficult to get off the ground movies. Okay. And it might not be at the highest quality like that he does with a lot of his other stuff, but you know, he'll at least be able to get those things out there. And so I, I'm interested in that. I think that he's a very good writer and director. Yeah. I've enjoyed a whole lot of his stuff. Yeah, me too. Um, but that's all I've got for Netflix news. You got any news? Uh, yeah. So I put in here, uh, I put it in like, oh, this is coming up. And then I realized that, uh, at the time that we are recording and at the time that it comes out, it will have already happened. So, uh, AMC <laughs> theaters opened on the 20th. Uh, mm -hmm. they opened like a hundred theaters and they're at like 30% capacity. Yeah. Um, but they opened. And I guess we'll see how that goes. Um, they did... Uh, I read this, that they, they sold out the first day. And... Yeah, but that was also a special opening deal where it was 15-cent tickets. Yeah. So right. I don't know if that's actually indicative of what actual moviegoers would do. Uh, like, I don't know. It's interesting to see. Like, I, I don't think, like, because they were playing, like, older movies, because they don't have, like, new movies other than, um, what is what is that? Unhinged? Is that Unhinged. What? Yeah, yeah so, Unhinged, I think, is the only new thing. And it wasn't out on Thursday. It came out on Friday, right? Yeah. So you didn't get fifteen dollar fifteen cent tickets to Unhinged. You got fifteen cent tickets to like Jurassic Park and Ghostbusters, Harry and Potter, Goonies, and Harry Potter, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
So, but honestly, I think if you if you aren't worried about the virus or if you're not worried about movie theaters, like taking your family to see a movie like that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but like, I, I'm just wondering how indicative that is of, uh, like, uh, how willing people are to go to the theaters. Uh, I'm interested to see what kind of numbers they do. I, I mean, we we're seeing some sort of sales for uh, Unhinged, but I mean, um, most of that's international. Well, no, I looked up um, Box Office Mojo. Unhinged so far this weekend is a domestic 2.4 million, international oh, okay. 8 million. Okay. Like worldwide, it's 10 million. Okay, so it's it's not doing too bad. Yeah, I I mean for what you'd expect. Uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm interested to see how how many people are going to these movies though. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm not going. Not. <laughs> yeah, I in fact uh, my Regal Unlimited subscription they sent out a notification that they were going to start charging me on October third again. Uh, the old rate, but my local theater was opened with new things starting Friday of this week. And like, I could see older stuff plus like unhinged bloodshot, um, back to the future, a couple star Wars, a Batman movie, you know, a, a pretty wide mix of things. And I technically could use my unlimited subscription so I can see these things completely for free. Okay. And I'm choosing not to. Yeah. I got you. And in fact, I, I decided to go ahead and cancel my membership right now, and which I now have to wait something like a year and 30 days, or in three months. Not not a year and three months, but until my year is up for my membership, and then three months after that. Yeah, that's... Hmm. So, with uh, with AMC, with their, a, their stubs A-list... Uh, what they're doing is, uh, you can restart anytime between now and December 1st, and, um, uh, on December, like, 3rd or something like that, they're going to automatically activate anyone who hasn't reactivated, um, and, um, <coughs> what was I going to say? Oh, so... Like I don't, I don't know if I want to do that by then. But uh, you can cancel, and then you've got like three months of which you have to be um, not a member before they'll let you re-up. Yeah. Well, I mean, for my Regal membership, I had to sign a thing agreeing that I was going to do a full year of it at you know twenty-one dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Um. But the thing is, is that, and they had like a thing listing a bunch of reasons and I said medical reasons because you know right I, I don't think even if they ask for additional documentation I think it's not going to be that difficult to get an actual doctor to say yeah it's not safe to go to see movies here's a doctor's note right and I'm sure they're just going to let it go and I would love to re-up as soon as things come back you mm -hmm. know I I am good for as long as I have a regal theater locally I would love to have a Regal Unlimited subscription. And I'd be happy to say that, like, hey, as soon as things, as soon as I deem things safe enough to return, 
I would love to have your membership and I would, you know, continue to use it and do. And in fact, I'm not taking advantage of you right now by seeing things completely for free and right. all this. And all. But, you know, it's just, it's just not going to happen. So if I've got to wait, you know, another six months to see movies, I honestly don't know if movie theaters are going to improve that much in six months. So, okay. That was going to be my next question was like, if you were on AMC and you, you could wait till December to make that decision, uh, do you think you would hold out till December? Like, do you think December would be, it'll be better? No, I, I, I don't think so. No, I think that what we need is winter to be really bad where people are just staying inside and bundling up when they go outside anyway, in order for things to improve. So I, I don't think, I don't see things getting better until at least spring of next year. Yeah. We should all go to I, Russia and get that vaccine. Well, yeah, yeah, either that or a massive rollout of a vaccine in the United States, but I don't see that actually happening anytime soon. And even then, I mean, they're talking that you'll have to go back for quarterly boosters. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, and I'm sorry if people aren't wearing masks, they're definitely not going to go back for boosters. Right. Uh, let's see here. So, what what else we got news wise? Uh, let's see. Um, Drunk History is ending its uh, Comedy Central run. Uh, it was a mutually decided thing. Apparently, they had filmed some of the interviews with comedians, and they were going to start filming like the actual sets and with you know the actors and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but because of COVID, they're not able to do that. And so Drunk History is ending on its thing. And they've recently announced that they're looking for a new uh, new home. Because also Comedy Central is re, um, reevaluating and reformatting slightly. And they're actually getting rid of like Tosh, 2 point, or Tosh.0 and a couple other series that have been long running too. Hmm. So they're, they're, they're cleaning house a bit as well. Yeah, and so Tosh, I think Tosh has been on for like I don't know, 10, 12 seasons, something like that. Yeah, a, a while, I don't know. Um I I watched it a bit when it first came out, but I haven't I haven't on in a long time. Yeah, I I haven't watched it in a long time too, and it could be that their viewership is steadily going down. Um, but like, and I, I was up for a bunch of- like part of it is that the Viacom CBS merger uh-huh. and like Viacom owns Comedy Central. Yeah. And like, like the CBS people might be going, okay, we got to get rid of these shows that are offensive. I mean, that might be the case, but the thing is drunk history is up for Emmys and everything. Yeah. I wasn't referring to Drunk History as much as I was like Tosh.0. And... Yeah, no, I get that. I get that. But I'm just I'm just saying that, you know, it's it's just interesting. And it could be that <coughs> the, um, the network is giving guidelines, like you have to have the next season available by this date. Yeah, and they're like, no, we can't do that. You know, I can I see something along those lines. Too. Drunk History? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if they did that. It wouldn't have the same feel, though, you know? Yeah, I guess. 
Like it's it's something when like the actors are pausing while people are like either rambling or throwing up or you know coughing or something. Okay. And you just don't you don't get that same thing with animation. Yeah, um, I gotcha. But also, the UK has some new guidelines that they're suggesting uh, involving sex scenes and okay. anything filmed within the UK. Uh, they're suggesting using the actor's real life partner. Which, in some instances where, I guess, you have a homosexual actor, but they're a straight character, that could be interesting. Huh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're just genuinely suggesting using their actual partners for sex scenes. That way they don't have to worry about sexual harassment, sexual assault, and also contamination. Like, it'll be a lot safer to do. Right. I don't know. Like, uh... Never mind. I was going to make some sort of porn comment, and I just... I don't even know where to go with it. Um, <laughs> uh, what else you got? Uh, well, Society and I'm Not Okay With This from Netflix have both officially been canceled uh, with announcement because it's COVID-related while, okay. while they're canceling. So they're not pausing it. They're not doing a hiatus. And I think it's just because by the time they'll get back, the actors will have changed a bit. Yeah, that makes sense. Or they can't they can't pay them to be on contract for whenever this does end, so they're releasing them. And yeah. so it's just easier to cancel the series. But yeah, so both of those have been canceled because of COVID reasons. Okay. Um, let's see. And in my final bit of news, uh, Disney will have a, uh, a pin section, uh, a section that's hidden behind a security pin uh, with more adult oh, content. I yeah. thought you meant like it was pinned up, like something special. No, no, no. It's it's behind a coded wall. Like it's it's something you will have to enter a special code. That way, kids aren't watching Deadpool or something else. Okay. And that'll that'll contain things from Fox and MGM and some other stuff that I'm sure Disney has. You know, back in the vaults, things that Walt watched late at night. Yeah, Touchstone stuff. Yeah, yeah, things that they put out on you know their video market. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, that's interesting. I I just assumed they would they would put it all into Hulu, but if they're gonna do that, then I I kind of wonder what what good Hulu is uh, with Peacock now and Disney Plus. I I, I don't I know. I think. Do something with like current running TV shows. Yeah, I think that's what they're mainly focusing on. Yeah, but I mean there there are there are like no new I looking through the the next two weeks there was nothing on traditional TV that was coming out. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. I think Hulu could go the wayside. I think they'll they'll close shop and put those things on other markets. Yeah. That and then you, they've got the, the live TV thing, which, in my opinion, is one of the best live TV. Well, okay, so there are like four options, and, and they're, they're probably like number one or two. <laughs> um, like, okay, there's, there's like five options now, and then there's a bunch of little ones. But anyway. I mean, the thing is, they very well might um, try and reformat or something along those lines. I do think it is looking at least a little bit more shaky for the Hulu that we know. Yeah. All right. 
shall we get into some new releases? Yeah, let's talk about some new things. New, 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 new things. Okay, so Netflix has a show. Uh, you might want to watch this with your kids. It's called Emily's Wonder Lab. Is it about and, a dog? Yeah. It's about, um, it's a, uh, so, like, uh, Emily is a scientist, sort of, um, like, she was on, like, uh, Bill Nye Saves the World or whatever. Oh, okay. She's done other things, um, but this is, like, a kid's show doing, like, home-style science experiments. Um, like, things I saw were, like colored bubbles and like balloons on cars to make them propel and yeah like diy you can do at home kind of science stuff yeah i don't know i saw also saw like exploding paint cans so maybe not quite everything but maybe with adult supervision or something yes um but it looks interesting and like if i had kids i'd watch it with them I'm yeah, going to watch it by myself, even though I don't have kids. Yeah, which is, you know, just slightly creepy. <laughs> um, Let's see here. There's also a show called Million Dollar Beach House, and it's a reality show. I saw this, and I assumed it was going to be some sort of, like, like HGTV style, like, here's a million dollar beach house, and here's another million dollar beach house. And no, it is yeah. a, like like reality show about um uh real estate agents in the hamptons okay um it looks like one of those like real housewives sort of shows uh which i don't think netflix has really done stuff like that yet yeah so that's that's them getting into that sort of thing Um, I mean, also... it's Go not ahead. my cup of tea, but obviously, you know, it's good that they have that kind of stuff. Yeah. I I mean, I don't know. Netflix is kind of like the, we've got a little bit of everything for everyone. Yeah, sort of I think that's what they're shooting for. They, they want something that the whole family will have at least something they want to watch. Yeah. Um, there's a barbecue-themed version of Chef's Table coming. Okay. So if you like the other chef's table stuff, then you might like that. Yeah, I've not picked up any of that, but my kids actually enjoy watching cooking shows. Yeah, maybe they'll, they'll get a hankering for barbecue. And yeah. And they can <laughs> smoke some brisket. Yeah. Um, let's see here. There's also a show called Young Wallander. Wallander? I, I think you pronounced it correctly. I just I, I have no idea what this is. Okay, so Kurt Wallander is a um, like a uh, what is it Swedish, um, like novel character that got okay. turned into a. He's like um, uh, an inspector kind of person, like uh, and. It's like very actionful and dramaful and um and there's there's been tons of books and TV series and movies and things that are made in like foreign language that 
like we've never heard of because of its foreignness. Okay. Um, but uh, this is like a BBC series that's being on Netflix. Uh, that's like a younger version of that character, like how he gets started and everything. Okay. Um, it looks it looks okay. Like it's okay. Kinda, like in BBC cop drama, I guess. Sure. Um, and then there's a show called Away, which uh, it has uh, Hilary Swank. And okay. um, she plays from a woman Million Dollar Baby is... and Karate what? Kid and from Million Dollar Baby, Karate Kid, all that kind of stuff. I had to place her for a second. Yes. And uh, she plays a woman who's going to be on the first uh, mission to Mars. Okay. And uh, it's like a three-year mission, and they've got, and it's all about like the the family and how they're surviving without her and her on the her surviving without them on the the mission and that kind of stuff okay that, i mean that sounds interesting yeah it, it looks really like uh it looks really good like high quality production and um yeah it, it looks good yeah I, I i'd probably check that out uh, I think that does it for Netflix, uh, as far as TV shows go. Uh, Amazon didn't really have any new TV shows, but I thought I'd mention that The Boys Season 2 is coming back. Yeah, it's been September advertising 1st. it like crazy, too. Do what? It's been advertising it like crazy. Okay. Yeah, I bet. Um, I don't know, I don't, I don't get in the, the Amazon Prime universe that frequently, I don't... I do Roku, so I don't have that advertising yeah. from Amazon every time I turn on my TV. I do. <laughs> um, I'm saying there's nothing from Hulu. Hulu's got a movie, uh, but there's no new like TV or anything over the next couple weeks. Okay. Uh, Quibi has a new show that I thought I'd mention. Uh, it's called Nice One. And uh, it's like a game show kind of thing where they have um, comedians, I guess, probably. Uh, it's it's okay. uh, hosted by uh, Ron Funches. Funches? Uh, we talked about him on the last show. He's the 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 larger black guy oh. from Powerless. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I know who you're talking about now. Yes. They, they I describe him in this name. preview as what you get if you dump a, a dunk a gummy berry in chocolate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that seems fair. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, I, 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 it'll probably be like along lines of like Last Comic Standing or something along those lines. Uh, but yeah, it has like comedians and they're they are tasked with they're given a situation or something that. And they're supposed to say something nice about it. <laughs> and so it's things like drunk driving. And it's like you get to meet interesting cops. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, like things like that. And they have like um, like some sort of like head-to-head competition where it's like you have to say something nice about the other person. And oh, like it's... so instead of a, a slam thing, it's a, it's a positive thing. Yes. Like 
your mother is so popular. She invites me in every time I'm horny. Yes. <laughs> or like the one they had was all like, what was it? It was something like, um, I, I can't remember now. It was something like, is your dad something because you're so stunning or I, I can't remember now. It, <laughs> this would have been much better if I could remember. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's okay. But, I mean, that uh, sounds interesting. Once again, yeah. it's on Quibi, and so, so we'll I, watch it. I I don't personally see it happening. But if they change some other formatting, maybe. Yeah. Um. Let's see here. HBO Max has a series called Pure, and it is about um a this is another like BBC series, like British series that was. Adopted by HBO Max. Uh, about okay. a woman who has OCD and she like obsessively thinks about sex. And so like... Oh. Uh, they, so it's the HBO version of Monk. Maybe? Where no. it's not she's a detective, but it's at least... It's, it's somebody who's probably a germaphobe and needs things to be perfect... But thinking about something that is probably one of the most physically violating. No, that's not like like it's just a like a horny sort of thing. But she's always thinking about it. Like okay. it, it describes as like in the in the trailer it says just like uh, the sixth sense where I you, you don't see dead people I see naked people. Okay. And she's just like constantly like she meets people and she's thinking about them having sex with. Either her or someone else or whatever. Okay. I relate. But anyway. Yeah. Um, and, like, she moves to, like, London to get help for it or something. I don't know. Okay. Um, but it, it seems interesting. Uh, there's a series called Ravi Patel's Pursuit of Happiness. And uh, it's a docu-series... Uh, like a four-part docu-series, I think. Um, and Ravi Patel and his wife, I believe, is who's in the series with him. Like, they go from, uh, like, one country to another. Like, they go to, like, four different countries. I'm trying to remember what they are. They're, like, like Korea and... No, it's, like, Japan, I think. And... And... Um, Denmark? And I, I can't remember where else, but like they they look at the the culture of people and like family and uh, like people's responses to immigrants and um, things like that to see how people are different and basically how we could combine everything together to to have like the best possible. Sure. More more inclusive, not xenophobic, all that right. kind of stuff. That, that sounds interesting. I don't know if it's necessarily something that I'd watch, but you know. I, once I again, thought it was interesting. I thought better. I might give it a watch. Sure. Uh, it depends on how long the episodes are, I guess. If it's like a four-part, like hour-long thing, I may not watch it. But if it's like like half hour to an, uh, 45 minutes, then I'm, I may give an episode here or there a watch. Sure. Uh, then there's a series, I believe it's a series, uh, called Raised by Wolves. 
I've actually seen the trailer for this. I've seen it advertised to me, and it looks interesting. Um, yeah. Like, uh, two androids are tasked with raising human children of a mysterious virgin on a mysterious virgin planet, as the human colony threatens to be torn apart by religious differences. The androids learn. Uh, the and so like. Let's see here. Yeah, so that's raised by wolves. It, it looks, and that's um, is this the one that's from? There was something that's from, um, the the guy that did Alien and uh, The Martian and um, what is his name? Oh, Ridley Scott. Yes. Uh, I think that was what was from Ridley Scott. But I'm not seeing it just... Uh, yes, Rid Ridley Scott. Yeah, I, I think I remember seeing that too. And it's a series, yes. Okay. Yeah, I'd be interested in that. It looked pretty good. Yeah. Uh, that's on HBO Max. Um, cool. There wasn't anything really new on Peacock, but I thought I'd mention that they... Uh, AP Bio had been canceled uh, after second season and then picked up for Peacock for a third season. I actually think it's oh. been renewed for a fourth season on Peacock as well. I mean, good for them, but the second season was bad. It was just bad. <laughs> like, the first season was excellent, and they completely lost their, their direction, and the second season was just awful. Like, we stopped watching it. We just were like, we don't, we don't need to watch any more of this. Despite, you know, Helen and, mm -hmm. um, oh, what's her name? Um... Anyway, like they had a few <laughs> great characters. Yeah. And um, we were just tuning in just to watch those characters and see what would they they would do and it wasn't worth watching the entire episode for that. Yeah. I we watched the whole thing. And so I may I may watch season 3. I'll let yeah. you know if it's good. Sure, let me know if I need to return. Um, that's kind of it for TV. Uh, as far as like streaming movies go, there's a few. Um, there's, uh, All Together Now on Netflix, which, uh, if I remember right, All Together Now was the one where, uh, yes, that's the, um, there's a girl, it's a drama kind of about a, a girl who is doing well in school and things and then like her mom like loses her job and and like she has to like take care of herself instead of letting her mom drag her down. So like she's trying to do that and, and like it's all about like her friends and family supporting her while she's trying to finish school and and get her life together while her mom is just dumping her. Sure. Uh, it is from um, the the people who did uh, Friday Night Lights and okay. like the movie producers of um, like all those John Green books. So like uh, Fault in Our Stars Fault and, Our Stars. and Paper Towns and Paper Towns, yeah, those things. Okay. 
So not my cup of tea, but still, no, you know. it's probably not your sort of thing. Sounds like something Becca would enjoy, or maybe you yeah. and Sarah. Yeah, Becca will watch it. <laughs> um, Prime has a movie called Get Duped. Okay. And it is a Scottish movie uh, about, like, three Scottish teens that are um, going out on a, like, wilderness retreat kind of thing. Like, they have to go live in the Highlands for, like, a weekend or something. And in the the process of things, I guess, they, they witness a murder and they're getting hunted down by um, some adults. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a it's a comedy, so like there's a scene okay. where they're like trying to create a bomb, and they like strap a like some bullets or something to a to a propane tank for like a propane stove. Sure. And they like throw it at somebody, and then just like the propane stove just kind of lights, and they're like, "Where's the explosion? You're supposed to make an explosion." Where was the boom? There was supposed to be an earth-shattering boom. <laughs> um, but yeah, that has a red band trailer, so uh, that tells you what kind of content that's going to be, I guess. Yeah. Um, there's a rom-com called Love Guaranteed. On Netflix, uh, that has um, the girl from She's All That. What's her name? Like Rachel Lee Cook or something? I mean, that's a name, yeah. And then it has uh, Damon Wayans Jr. Okay, I like him. uh, He is, uh, she's a lawyer and he goes to her to sue this uh like an online dating sort of thing called love guaranteed he's like i've gone on 968 dates and he's like kept records of all of them yeah and he's like and i have not found love and so he wants to like sue this dating company cool i mean that sounds funny and then of course they 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 end up together i'm sure yeah i'm i'm sure they do I mean, but I like Damon Wayans Jr. I always like Damon Wayans, and Damon Wayans Jr. is literally just a clone of him. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Like, I want Damon Wayans Jr. to remake all of Damon Wayans' movies. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Uh, yeah, I, I would watch all of those. Every last one of them. That makes me want to go through and watch some old Damon Wayans movies. Yeah, like The Last Boy Scout... Um. Oh, I I can't even think of any others right now. Uh, anyway, yeah, I, I enjoy all of his stuff. What was that one movie with uh, Adam Sandler? Oh, that was um. Was that Bulletproof? Bulletproof, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Um, I remember that movie. They're they're like driving through like a forest. In like with the some old hit guy, some hit guy like through in his truck, mm-hmm. and they're like driving through the forest, being chased by somebody. He's driving without headlights because he knows this forest like the back of his hands. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then they ask him, they're like, "Are you getting a boner from this?" And he's like, "I had one before we began." <laughs> yes. Like I, um, I remember that line for like I don't know, like twenty years now. 
But yeah, and I enjoy uh, um, like major. I thought about watching Major Pain just a little while ago, like a few days ago. I was like, I should rewatch that. Yeah, we should have a a Damon Wayans movie fest. Yeah, let, let's do that. Let's let's plan <laughs> to do that. You and me, buddy. We can watch it together on Plex since they have that watch together thing. Yeah, let's We're do it. Let's do it. Yeah, let's try it out. All right. Uh, there's also a Netflix movie called I'm Thinking About Ending Things. And uh, it's from um, the person who did who wrote uh, Eternal Sunshine of the... What's what's the, re- the rest of that movie called? Eternal Sunshine... Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind? Yes. Uh, is it Kaufman? Charlie Kaufman, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it... It also looks kind of mindfucky, like Eternal Sunshine was. Yeah, I think I saw a trailer for this, and it seemed a little like thrillery or like, like almost like a horror movie, maybe. Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't think it's meant to be that. I, I think it's meant to be more mindfucky than thrillery. Yeah, but but it, it does yeah. look a little scary. I, I saw a trailer for this and I was like, that seems interesting. I might check that out. I've yeah. got to be in the right mood for it. But it's it's we'll, about, I we'll suppose see. we should tell people what it's about since we both know what it's about, but we... Oh, yeah, that's true. We're, we're, yeah. being, we're being bad hosts. <laughs> so it's, a, it's about a woman who uh, travels with her new boyfriend to her parents' farm and gets stuck there in a snowstorm. And uh, like the whole time she's it's like narrating and it's all like she's like so i'm going to my boyfriend's farm and and uh and i'm still i'm I'm thinking about ending things and and then like she it keeps repeating that like she's thinking about any that's the the title yeah and um and then like, things it seems get like weird and, time, like there's time jumps or perspective yeah, jumps like, or... yeah all kinds of stuff and it seems it seems really weird and i don't know like i didn't realize it was the um eternal sunshine guy but that makes a lot more sense yeah so yeah i might actually check that out and then uh hulu has a movie called the binge which what would you think the binge is um it's either got to be about an eating disorder it's got to be about watching television. I'll tell you it's a comedy. Or, okay. Um, then it's got to be about drinking? It is It is the opposite of The Purge. Oh. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, so no, it, what it everybody... is, is there's, there's one night a year where all drugs and alcohol are legal. Okay. It's all about like, these high school kids... Who decide they're going to participate in the binge? <laughs> okay, because I would have taken that a bit more raunchy. It's like, oh, it's about fucking. <laughs> like everybody has to have sex with somebody or multiple people. Like population is too low. <laughs> that's more like that's that's Brave New World. But anyway, oh, okay. Um. Yeah, the binge is. Uh, it has. Um. That guy from what was that movie? The package was that the name of that movie? 
where the person loses their member? Yes. It yeah. has that guy. Okay. Um, I'm glad that he's being cast as a certain type of yes. actor. Yes, he is. Uh, let's see here. And that's it as far as like streaming movies goes. Uh, there's VOD movie. Uh, so Bill and Ted Face the Music comes out over the next two weeks. And that's going to be like for rent uh, wherever you can rent movies, I guess. Except yeah. Blockbuster. Except Blockbuster, yep. <laughs> um, and uh, it was really supposed to come out on the 1st, uh, but they moved it back to the 28th. Um, because uh, Mulan is coming out on the 4th, and they wanted some more time between when yeah, Bill and Mulan come out. Yeah, Mulan, yeah. Even though those are two different markets, you just right. don't want to have too much competition when it comes to VOD. And, and Mulan's not even on like your your standard. I, I really want to see some numbers for who how Mulan does. Yeah, I, I, I doubt I, we will. I want to know how many people join Plus for this and how many pay the paywall. And I just think it's 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 a ridiculous concept, and I don't want the industry to do this. Right, I agree. Where essentially you're renting a movie forever, right? I mean, to be fair, it's basically you're paying thirty dollars to see it earlier than you would if, because because it's going to be on regular Disney Plus after like ninety to one hundred eighty days, which means it's even more ridiculous because you're paying like purchase price yes. to rent the movie, of which you have to have a Plus subscription. It's not if you go away, you get to have it. You get to come back and access it. No, if you, you know, you have to have a subscription every month to be able to see it. So, say this was a, a, a non-COVID or a post-COVID world. Um, is this something you would have taken your kids to see? Maybe, yeah. And how much would that have cost you? Oh yeah, that I mean that easily would have been a fifty dollar to an eighty dollar night, right? For us to go out as a family to see the movie. No, I I understand that, but the thing is that's a special treat. And just watching a movie on our tiny, shitty ass TV, and then having to pay to have access when we're going to have access just in six months time, right? It seems, it seems pointless. Yeah, you need to uh, set up a a movie screen and have a. I mean, the other thing is that if you have a plus subscription and you have like a bunch of neighbors and they want to kick in $5 and you all have a big movie night or something like in your backyard or something along those lines, then of course it's, it's a very reasonable thing. Yeah. But I just don't like the idea of paying purchase price for something that you're not getting the experience for and that you have to keep renting it. Right. Like I'm, I'm not... I'm not viewing it as a as a rental anymore as much as an early access sort of thing. I I guess. I mean, I guess it's all a matter of... But I just think that this is a slippery slope for the industry to do. Yeah, I agree. And, and I mean, what's to keep them from saying, okay, actually, Mulan is not going to come out on Plus. You have to pay $30. It's behind a paywall. It's DLC. Yeah. You know, and they do that for all of their stuff where it's like, if you actually want to access this, sure, you can buy a physical copy or you can watch it right now and stream it. You just have to pay a subscription pl price plus the $30 to purchase it. 
So I saw a thing, um, like, uh, Mulan was showing up as a, like, preview sort of thing on Movies Anywhere, uh, which is a Disney-supported, uh, like, cross-platform, like, so you, you buy a, a movie that you have that's connected to, uh, from a service that's connected to Movies Anywhere, and then you have it on all your other services, Okay. Um, and so I, I don't know if like there, there's that chance of it popping up that way as like a purchase at some point. I mean, um, but the thing is, I bet you if you do rent it like this, you're you're not going to have access to that. Right. I'm. We'll see how that happens. Like, if they were willing to at some point either give me a physical copy or allow me to have access to it via other things, then yeah, thirty dollars is. Very reasonable. But the thing is, if that doesn't apply towards that, if that is just a Disney Plus thing, then I just think that that is a dangerous thing, and I don't like that at all. Right. I think thanks to COVID and everything, a lot of families are going to pay that to be able to watch a new movie with their family. Because they are looking at it as like, oh, this would have taken cost us $100. Right. to see it at the theater, so we're getting it for, you know, less than half and we're all safe. I mean, I think that this is a good marketing scheme for Disney. I'm just worried about what repercussions and the shockwaves in the industry that this is going to create. Yeah, so what... Here's my next question is, what What if this goes real well and they put um, Black Widow on Disney Plus that way? I, I still don't know if I would be okay with supporting something like that. Okay. okay. I also, I don't see them actually doing that with anything that's going to make big bucks like Marvel billion dollar stuff. Yeah. I agree. I think that's a good way for them to lose a lot of potential money. I think it's better for them to push things off until... It, I, honestly, if 2021 is a repeat of this year where there's literally no new movies then yes, everything is going to go streaming and that's going to be the way things are. But if theaters do plan and it's realistic for it happening for there to be summer blockbusters in 2021, then just all movie, uh, all Marvel movies and most of the big Disney stuff is just going to be pushed back one year. It's not a big deal for them to hold on to things like that. Yeah. I don't know. Like uh, Black Widow is supposed to come out in like November now. I think at the 11th yeah, we'll, of November. That's what I thought it was. Let me look at the calendar. Is the 11th? That's a Wednesday. So I I don't know. It's sometime in November is. I think. Um. Uh, but, November 6th. Okay. Um. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I guess we'll see how movie theaters shake out between now and then. Yeah. All right. Uh, do we want to talk about what we're watching? Yeah, let's get into that. Okay. I have watched a fair amount of anime, I guess. Okay. Um, I don't remember watching like half of this, but it's... <laughs> It's, it's listed here. 
Um, uh, Becca's been watching this Zoids Wild show, which is like a it's a Hasbro show. Okay. Um, and it's like anime style. Uh, it's uh, it's got like mech creatures that like you you bond like somebody will bond with one of them and they ride them and i don't know okay Um, it's just toy advertising right yeah probably okay and this is from like 2018 or something like that i have no idea how she picked this and just decided to watch it but I, i watched a couple episodes with her last night well is it good like is it entertaining it's all right okay um it's it feels like a cheaper version of uh, hunter hunter okay yeah um i watched all of uh toradora okay Um, what's that about it is about uh so Actually, I might have missed like the first episode or two, but like this, this girl slips a like a love note into somebody's backpack, thinking it's the guy she likes and it's somebody else. And then like they live next door to each other, happenstance, and uh, they end up becoming friends. And they're supposed to be like helping each other get the like they're like helping her get with the guy that she likes and helping him get with the girl that she likes. And then, and then, you know, over the course of things, they get real close and end up together like they're supposed to. Okay. Yeah. It was, it's decent. Um, and it's on Netflix. Like it just came to Netflix. Okay. But it's a, I believe it's an older show. Um, I watched another episode of Tower of God. I'm I'm savoring Tower of God and watching like an episode a week. Okay, it's that um, good. It is. It is pretty good. Okay, what are you watching that on? Um, it's on HBO Max. Oh, okay. Uh, it's it's a Crunchyroll original, so it's on Crunchyroll. Uh, but if okay. you want it in English, uh, HBO Max has it in English. I believe Crunchyroll has it in English as well, but uh, like finding dubs on Crunchyroll has been difficult for me. Yeah. So the fact that it has it on HBO Max and I have that, then that's that's easy yeah. to watch that on. No point in you doing it elsewhere. Well, I well, watched an animated show. There are thirteen episodes of Tower of God, and and I'm on like five. Okay. Well, I'll I'll have to figure out how to check that out. All right. Um, I watched uh, with the girls. I watched the Polly Pocket television series. Okay. And it is it is not awful, um, but it is not good either. Like it's very one dimensional villains. It's very much meant to sell toys. Yeah. What's this? Where do you uh, see that? Uh, it's on Netflix. Okay. Um, but the thing is, it is interesting because Polly Pocket herself, she's got a lot of hobbies. Like, she's got a 3D printer. She's into having a smart room. She likes uh, 
um, RC vehicles, also, you know, like um, um, drones, things like that. So it's it's interesting. It's an interesting take on things. Um, but yeah, it's the girls are enjoying it, and it's it's not nearly as good as like Shira or Dragon Prince or anything along those lines. But if you want to watch something with your kids, Polly Pocket is pretty innocuous. Oh, there's another anime I watched. I watched the first episode of it, and I like it, but Becca does not. So I'll have to watch it on my own. Okay, well, what's that? And, uh, it is called uh, Great Pretender on Netflix. And it seems to have the same sort of um, theme as... Uh, what was that show? Um, uh, Leverage. Where you got a con man conning bad guys. Okay. Um, and uh, it's got a, it's got like a, a different sort of animation feel to it. Um, the art style. Do what? The art style is different. Yeah, it's it's not it's not like your traditional sort of anime. It's it's. It's pretty. It's 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 pretty. Yeah, that's the word I'm looking for, I guess. Okay. Um, and even though I'm watching the English version, uh, like the first, like they'll have like Japanese characters, and it's it's dubbed. It's not dubbed. It's subbed at that point. Um, and okay, then, that's interesting. Yeah. So like I watch like like the whole first scene you're reading. I was like, do I have it on the English version? I checked like a couple yeah. times and I was like, yes, it's on the English language version. And then like it gets to a point where, because uh, it starts in Japan and then it moves to L.A. And once you get to L.A., everything's in English. Oh, well, that's that's that would have been enough for me to probably stop watching it thinking, oh, well, Netflix just has it broken. Yeah. Um. So... But, like, I kept watching it, and I thought it was pretty good. Okay, cool. We'll have to maybe check that out. Um, let's see here. I watched more of uh, Star Trek Lower Decks. I watched one more episode. There's, there's been two, and I've watched one of them. Okay. Um, it's... So there's, like someone that works in like the engineering department or something like that. Like, uh, there's like, a a girl who has a lot more experience like on other ships and things. And then like a guy who's all like rulesy and is gonna, um, uh, wants to rise in the ranks of things. And, and so like they end up in, hijinks together where she knows more about things than he does but he's he, but she does things in an unconventional way and I don't yeah. know like it's the second episode was better than the first episode um I'll probably keep watching it I guess okay what else have it you just watched? doesn't seem like Anything that I would want to watch. Um, I've been watching a lot of Mitchell, the Mitchell and Webb look. 
which is um, a British comedy uh, oh skit show. Okay. And um, it's it's just really funny. Like some of it's really dated, but it, they've got some really funny little skits and everything. Like it's it's in the vein of like Key and Pill or um, oh what was that other one? Um, just something that would be on like Comedy Central where they're like the thing, but they don't. It's it's I don't know. It's very British. Okay. Uh, but it's it's fun and entertaining. Um, Who are you watching that? I, on YouTube. Yeah, that's what I figured you'd say. <laughs> yeah, uh, a lot of my British stuff I'm watching on YouTube. Yeah. Um, I'm almost done with Holy Moly, uh, the second one. Mm-hmm. And it's good. I I don't know what they're going to be doing, like the whole the whole, to be able to wrap it actually up. But you know, it's it's good. Did I tell you like did I mention before that I watched like an episode of that of the second season of that? I, I think you have, yeah. Yeah, like my favorite part was uh, the the girl named Ava. The like he says like her nickname is Avocado. Yes, Avocado. Yes. Yes, like that. That was my favorite part. Was Avocado. Like Rob Riggle is is kind of the best part of that show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's got some funny stuff. There's funny banter and everything and. And it's it's funny. It's entertaining. I could watch it with the kids. So it's it's one of those things that checks a lot of boxes. Yeah. Uh, what else are you watching? Um, I am one episode from being done with Brave New World. And uh, it's another one that I've been kind of savoring and watching like an episode here and there instead of okay. watching it all. It's It's... There's a lot going on on it, I guess. Um, like I, I need like a break between episodes. Yeah. Um, let's see here. I watched the 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 what is it BBC show that was on Peacock called Hitman. I watched the first episode of that. And uh, that stars like the, the two ladies from the Great British Bake Off. As oh yeah, 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 yeah. Which seems that seems very funny. Uh, it was it was okay. I like uh, I want to watch more. Becca didn't funny. like it at all. So like I I'm kind of getting more shows here and there that she doesn't want to watch that I want to watch. Okay. So if I if I ever find time to watch TV on my own, um. Then I'll I'll watch some more of that probably. Okay. Uh, I watched another episode of uh, What We Do in the Shadows. That's another one that I'm I'm enjoying, and I I'll, and Becca doesn't like it, so yeah. I'll, like, I'll watch I, I binged that, and I kind of regret binging it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. The episode I watched was which one was it? I was thinking about this earlier, and I knew, but now I can't think of it. Um. Oh, the the guy with the hat comes back. Yeah, yeah. That's the episode I just watched. I I like uh, Nick Kroll. I like him as an actor. Yeah. Um. Let's see here. I've watched. I <laughs> I watched uh, Ashley Garcia like takes on the world or something like that. Uh, season two of that came out and Becca wanted to watch it. And so I watched it with her. 
it's it's a, it's a cute little show. Um, okay. Like like a a girl who's who didn't have a teen who's a teenager who didn't have like a normal growing up because she's like a genius and and is like trying to fit in and deal with growing up as well as working in science and um and she lives with like her uncle and he's like a high school football coach and okay yeah but uh it's it's one of those shows that was part of the the crossover thing so like i was like okay we'll watch that and i kind of want to watch the the big show show and we watched um uh mr iglesias yeah and um can't i can't remember what the other shows than that but like they have like the the crossover the game on i think is what it's called the crossover event that has like them all together yeah yeah and so like which I was wondering if that was going to be like a separate thing, and it is. It's like its own separate thing on Netflix. And so okay. like, I wanted to get to a point where I'd seen enough of these shows that I might want to watch that, I guess. Okay, and yeah, they're, you're they're trying to that, hype yourself they, up. They're like junky little shows that, that Becca likes to watch. So yeah. while I'm working on homework or whatever, then we'll we watch things like that. Okay. Let's see. I watched on uh, Hulu. I watched uh, an episode of "Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23." Okay. Which is starring like the girl from what is it, Jessica Jones? Yeah. Um, but Sarah really loves it. She enjoys the James Vanderbeek character. She likes the you know it's people being horrible. Okay. And all that. But it, and the thing is, it is written really well. I watched it. I watched the one episode, and I laughed a lot. And it's it's one of those things where it's it's got really good tight writing. Okay. I was wondering why um, you just like randomly watched the show from like four years ago or whatever. Like it's because Sarah has been slowly watching it on nights where like I'm doing something else. I'm either playing a game or uh, usually when I went out to see movies or something, she'd watch an episode here or there. Okay. And so she's been watching it, you know, for years now. And I just happened to sit around as she was watching one. And I was like, ah, no, you can go ahead and push play. Like, I came in, like, halfway through the episode. Okay. Gotcha. And it was funny. It was just genuinely funny. Like, made me laugh out loud quite a few times. Okay. Uh, on the other end of that spectrum is Zoe's Infinite Playlist. That does not really make you laugh. It does not. And, in fact, it, I mean, you called it that I'm just so frustrated with this universe and how it's her powers don't have any actual rules whatsoever yeah and so we're watching it we'll probably finish it there's a few episodes still ahead of us but we're getting to the end of this but i don't know if it comes back for another season i don't see me actually doing it yeah it's i like really the musical type of show it's not like there was this episode where they had a um a lot of people with hearing impairments doing uh, an asl yeah um, i thought that was music. weird it, it it was very interesting i thought it was very cool because i yeah, was like yeah. oh i wonder if that actress is going because it's like that actress is going to have a singing number let's see how that plays out and it's like oh good they actually could have hired somebody who 
you know, uses ASL and who is hearing impaired or deaf. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so I, that was cool. But in general, like, I don't like the universe that the, that it's creating. And I don't know. It's, um, it's kind of slapdash where they want to put some musical numbers in. Yeah. Um, but in general, I, you know, I like the characters, so we'll probably finish watching it, but I probably wouldn't come back to it for another season. I watched, um, go on. Um, the first episode of uh, Teenage Bounty Hunters, which we talked about. Uh, yeah, so how time. was that? Uh, it's, it's kind of funny. Um, it's, it's decent. I want to watch more of it. It's another one that Becca didn't like. Okay. So it's up to you to watch it. Yeah. And, uh, I'm trying to think like what order of things I will watch. Like I'll watch like what we do in the shadows and then probably, um, like probably then teenage bounty hunters and then hitmen is the order of things that we've talked about here that I'm supposed to watch on my own. Okay. Like that's, that that's the levels of how I rank them. Oh, good. I mean, I think what we do in the shadows is really good. I think it's a really funny show. It's really well written. It's an interesting universe that they have created. Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking forward to series three, whenever that is able to happen. Um, yeah, let's see. What else? I've also been watching... Uh, I'm almost done with the seventh series of Taskmaster, and it has been, by far and away, my favorite cast yet. Okay. Like, there's so many times where we have to pause it and go back and rewatch things, and we're just laughing so hard that we have to take a moment to collect ourselves to be able to watch more. <laughs> and uh, How are the tasks? The tasks aren't any better. It's just this cast is a lot better at, like, fighting. Like, they're all competitive. And they all argue with each other about, like, oh, that, there's no way that person deserves five points. Yeah. You know, and it's just it's just funny. It's And there's just genuine moments where Greg and Alex just break down because they are laughing so much. <laughs> like, um, I don't know. I feel like... I would like them to bring back tasks. Like there are certain tasks that I loved and I would like to see other people do it. Yeah. And it seems like they're just coming up with new ones every time. Well, and they have, um, they apparently have like after the fifth series, they have like a champions episode or series. Okay. And I just don't know where that is, but it's something that exists. Okay. Um, yeah, I've been watching that. I'm on, uh, I'm on series five, I think. Okay. Yeah. I've uh, watched who's like, since like, I've watched like two series worth of Taskmaster in the last two weeks. Yeah. But it's, I mean, it's good. I enjoy Taskmaster. It's, it's definitely something that we enjoy watching. And we get a lot of good laughs out of it. Uh, but Series 7 has been the best cast so far, by far and away. All right. Are there uh -huh. are there people I would know? Or are they just good together? Yeah, I don't think that you would know any of these people in Series 7. But they're okay. just all really good and really funny. And um, 
I mean, if you watch other B- British um, series like Cats Does Countdown or um, anything along those lines, then you might recognize some of these people. Like they're they're British stars, you know. Okay. I've seen them other th- other things like that, but in general, I don't know them from any movies or anything. Like um, I had watched Hitman, and then watched season four with uh, what's her face? Yeah, Mel. Yes. Yeah, and she was the worst part of that entire series. I thought. Really. Yeah, she was just so weird. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but I, I've enjoyed Taskmaster. Yeah. It's it's worth watching. It's worth. You know, just get on YouTube. It's good. All right. Uh, that, that's me for basically, TV. Yeah, that basically does it. I watch some Modern Marvels on YouTube as well, but, you know, that's just something that I was watching. Okay. Uh, looks like you've watched a lot more movies than I have. Yeah, so go ahead and get into your movie. Okay. Oh, I've watched three different movies on Netflix that are about some sort of, like, dance competition. Because that's okay. what Beck has been watching, and I have I have no idea what they were called. I couldn't tell you the characters. <laughs> I just know that they, like they all blend together for me. Okay, good to know. Like one of them was like, actually like, they were Dutch, and like it wasn't in English. Okay, it was, it was just dubbed. dancing. Okay. I don't know. Um, one of them was like actually like new and pretty big, I think, for Netflix. But I don't <laughs> well, know. That's, they're that's all, good information you're giving us, Juno. They're, they're all dance they're movies three, and they all blend together. So there are three dancing movies on Netflix. One of which was dubbed, and one of which might be new and might be big. Um, but yeah, Gino watched them and he had a lot of not praise to say for them. So, you know, <laughs> check those out. Yes. Uh, I've been, I watched, uh, Chronicles of Riddick and I also watched, uh, Riddick here recently. And yeah, I, I think in my analysis, I think John Wick totally can take out Riddick. Okay. Yeah. I think that it kind of depends on who's hunting who. Uh, but in general, Riddick... He gets taken down a lot. Okay. And John Wick, I think, would just take that moment and would just pop him one in the head. Yeah. Um, but also, I got into a bit of a Bill Murray kick, and I watched Groundhog's Day and What About Bob? Yeah. And Groundhog's Day is still an excellent movie. It's aged very well. It's still funny and entertaining. What About Bob? I don't know. I don't know how well that's aged. Okay. Because it's about his neuroses. And the thing is, is that if you really look at it, it it strikes as a bit more of a horror movie because he's this guy who meets this um, this therapist mm-hmm. and just steals his family. And so I would like I would like to see a horror movie recut of, of What About Bob? <laughs> um, last night, Sarah and I, we watched Knives Out. And it's the first time I rewatched it since seeing it in theaters, okay. and it's good. It's it's all there from the very beginning. Like it's yeah. every last bit of it is all there, and it's so well written. 
And we rewatched the trailer, and in the trailer it says it's a whodunit like no one's whodunit. Okay. And that sums up the entire movie. I mean, spoilers if you haven't seen it. Okay. But yeah, I was trying to remember because it's a whodunit that no one did. Yeah. And so, you know, that's, it's, it's just interesting. It's so well done. And I look forward to anything that these people do in the future. Um, and also with my kids, we watched, uh, the new Lion King from 2019. Mm -hmm. We watched that last night too. What, how was and it visually, it's really awesome. Like, cause easy at one point she was worried and she asked, did the animals really get hurt in this movie? And Sarah said, well, I mean, they talk, and she immediately, like, calmed down a bit. Like, she was upset, and then she's like, oh, well, yeah, they're just actors. And and then I told Sarah that, you know, actually, they didn't use a single animal in the entire movie. It's all CGI. Mm -hmm. And so she was amazed. It's, it's amazing in the sense that they've got these characters who are all just CGI, and it looks so realistic. Yeah. But the thing is, is that I don't think there's a single thing that it does better than the original animated. Like, the musical numbers aren't as good. They cut out yeah, yeah. Uh, stars to be prepared. Um, I, I just think that just see the original animated one on Plus, and you're going to get a better experience. Or wait until the Broadway musical becomes available with, yeah, the, yeah. with puppetry. It's additional musical numbers and everything. I think the actors, like the way they do John Oliver's Zazu, I think that's good. I think that a lot of the things are funny. I think... Um, Billy Eichner doing Timon. He's good. I mean, who are you going to get to replace, you know, Nathan Lane? Right. I, it's Seth Rogen. I, I feel as though you could have cast anybody in that same role. It would have been just the same. Yeah. He didn't bring anything special to it. Um, and, of course, James Earl Jones. I'm glad that they recast James Earl Jones because there's nobody that can do Mufasa except James Earl Jones. Right. But I mean, the voice acting is all good. It's um, it's well done, but just there's no improvements beyond the visual aspect. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you have anything else? Really, yeah, that's really all I've been watching. So we can wrap this up. All right. Um. So that's it for episode sixty-eight. You can yeah. uh, find us on Facebook, Media Monday Show. Um, you can email us at uh, MediaMondayShow at gmail.com. Yeah. Find us on Facebook. Uh, reach out to us. You can leave a message at message. Yeah, right. Can you still do that? Yep. Yeah, still leave a message at message.mediamondayshow.com. Okay, yeah. So, and let us know what you thought. Let us know if there's anything we should be watching. Let us know what you've been watching. And let us know how it went, you know, listening to this at nine times speed. Nine times speed, yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to do some whale song really quick, and that way it's going to sound like bird song, and people will come back and be like, what was that? And it's Okay, so here we go. Ooh. Ooh. whale song. Okay. Now I feel like I have to go back in time to the 1980s and save some whales.
save some whales. You got to invent uh, clear aluminum first, though. That's the yes. tricky part. Yes, that's how you save whales is with transparent aluminum. Yep, transparent aluminum. That's that's the trick. Uh, that, uh, my favorite part of that movie is where he picks up the mouse and is like, "Hello, computer." Yes, exactly. No, it's because it, he's like he's talking to it, and it's like you have to use the mouse. And then he picks up the mouse and he talks into it. Hello, computer. <laughs> and he's like, what? And then he eventually types it. And he's a hunt and pecker. You know, he's literally using his index fingers to type into it. <laughs> and it's like, oh, yeah, these are the people that are sa traveling back in time to save the whales. All right. So uh, let's wrap this up. Yeah, let's wrap it up. So uh, tune in next time, two weeks, for episode 69. All right. Until then, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Click.